And we're back for another episode of Startup Hustle, a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. If you want to start, own, or build a business, then you're in the right place. We bring you the real truth about what it's like to take something from concept to launch, from growth, innovation, experience, failing, or winning big, we've got you covered. So let's get down to business with another episode of Startup Hustle, brought to you by Fullscale.io. And we're back, back for another episode of Startup Hustle. Matt DeCourcy here with Lauren Conway. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Matt. How are you? Welcome to Miami. I'm good, and I welcome to Miami. I totally feel like we're missing an opportunity. What's that Will Smith song like? Bienvenido. Welcome to Miami. Miami. Yeah. I'm glad you knew that. I'm pretty sure it's called Welcome to Miami. Uh, okay. But yeah. So Keeping it simple, I'm glad you sang it and not me. And you know, the, the, uh, the interesting thing is we're here in Kansas City record, about to record an episode about the Miami's top startups. And it is cold here. So it's cold, not cold and it's, it's wet and rainy, and I'm feeling like a trip to Miami, even if it's just you know virtual talking about Miami. I feel like this is a, a good day for that. Don't I you? just warmed up quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, I'm a lot warmer just thinking about Miami. I, yeah, it's 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 cold here. Yeah, uh, is it ever cold in Miami? I, you know, I think that cold is a relative term. There probably they're like it's 50 degrees, <laughs> it's freezing, and we just laugh right. and laugh and laugh. <laughs> that's what it's like when I go to the Philippines and it's like 71 degrees and they're like, Burr. I'm like, come yeah. on, now. come on, now. come on. Now. All right. Well, you know, there's something else I need to tell you, Lauren. Oh man. I'm a little nervous. You what you got? Yeah. Well, today's episode of startup hustles brought to you by fullscale.io helping you build a software team quickly and affordably. It's a huge surprise, right? It is. It is a huge surprise. And I got to tell you how much I love talking about full scale. Like you, you have built a, a pretty phenomenal company, company, my friend. I, uh, it's a lot I of work. It. Yeah. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. <laughs> um, before we get started as well, I want to congratulate you on uh, having a successful first ever Innovate Her Awards. That was uh, uh, really good. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, of course, like on the back end, there are like a million things that I would change and like do better. But I mean, honestly, the the award winners felt celebrated. The sponsors felt taken care of. The attendees had a good time. Uh, So and I and I am just so profoundly grateful that it is over. Uh, Not that I I didn't love the whole experience, but man, planning large scale events is uh, it's not for the faint of heart. For sure. <laughs> there's no there's no performance in the history of performances where the performers didn't look back and wish they had done at least something differently. So you don't have to feel uh, we when I worked in the music industry, we used to say that an album was months of, of uh, pain and anguish followed by years of regret. For you sure. Know, well, I could have done this better. Or we were better or whatever. So, But I think that that's the entrepreneurial way. Like you always look at a, a problem or a challenge or a situation. Like I don't want to get complacent. I, I, I never want to yeah. look at event and be like, that was perfect because it wasn't probably. And that's how you get better, right? Yeah, I think that's probably the outlook that the 13 companies from Miami that we're going to talk about today have. Now, a couple things about about the top startups. So we go to uh, 
uh, a, a little bit of trouble to try to identify top startups in any city. And this list is one of those things where you're on it or you're not. We don't, uh, just because we read a company's name first, it does not mean that they are number one. So yeah, we're we not like ranking. We don't, yeah, we don't rank them in regards. It's like you're you're on the list or you're not. And speaking of which, very first on the list that we have today is audience.co. Now, this is a very interesting selection because this is a company that I just I'm about to start using at Startup Hustle and Full Scale. And they have a really, a really cool product. So if you've ever wanted to send handwritten notes to people, but you realized how difficult that is. That's what audience.co helps you with. And they may basically have machines that write your, write your thank yous for you. And uh, they, these machines, they go through and you can set them up to do a number of different things. You can customize them. Go to audience.co to learn more about it. I think it's really cool because it's one of those things that still lets you preserve the look and feel of an authenticity of a handwritten note, which goes a long way. You can still say what you want to say in the way you want right. to say it without having to go through it. So one of the things that I used to do when we were at, still go, went to an office every day is I used to start my day by writing anywhere from five to 10 handwritten notes. And we'd send them out to prospects, clients, I mean, whomever. And we had these clever little full scale boxes that had some information about our company. I'd throw one of my books in there and send them out. And they were a big hit. The problem was, is it was, I spent a lot of time doing it. Yeah, and, uh, you know, and it was so, so much easier to, to kind of type it into a platform and, and let something automated do it for you. So it writes the, the letter, it writes that you can put all kinds of stuff in there. You can really do a lot of stuff. So congratulations to uh, CEO and co-founder Jesse Klein and their director of technology, uh, Chris Keithlin, as they have created something that I personally think is pretty freaking cool. So yeah, I think it's awesome. I mean, think about the power of a handwritten note, like the, the, you know, when I had candidate, when I was hiring and I had candidates apply for jobs or, you know, when, when I donate to an organization or when I do this and that, like anytime you get that handwritten note, that personalized piece of attention, uh, it just feels really like warm and fuzzy and special. Yep. And so, yep. so that is a, a, a super cool service. Absolutely. It's, it's definitely a lost art. Yeah. Well, so, so speaking of arts, we're going to do this whole like segue thing. Um, but the next, next up on the list, we have unity. Um, and I actually had the pleasure of interviewing the, uh, their director of marketing not too long ago. Um, and they, they do something really cool. So it's U N I T E A. Um, they have created a whole community around rewarding music fans, um, you know, by listening, they, they've created a platform where like by listening to music and sharing songs and, um, you know, buying merch and supporting artists, you have this whole platform on which to interact with other music super fans. You get swag from from bands that you support. Um, and I just I think it's super cool because, you know, we're, we're definitely living in a a social media world. We're all about community. We want to, you know, talk to people and connect with people. And what, what better topic or what better, um, you know, platform than music? I mean, music really truly connects people. And so finding ways to reward people who are already 
engaging in, in being like really, really awesome fans of music. Um, how cool is that? Like, Matt, I know you're, you're a music super fan and you worked in the music industry for years. How cool would it have been for you to, you know, go to shows and, and collect points of, you know, just by listening to music and talking about music and sharing um, to get cool stuff? Wouldn't that have been fun well, for my, you? My well, I wrote a book about the music industry and my co-author was Joel Cummins from Mumphrey's McGee and they used, they used this platform. Yeah, and, I know. We uh, did actually talk about Upreeze yeah. McGee, and I talked about about yeah. your book on the show. <laughs> yeah, there's a yeah, you can find it on Amazon, um, and it's uh, yeah. you know that it, it's just there. It really blows me away the kind of cool stuff that you know live events while they disappeared for a little bit due to the pandemic, they're going to come back even stronger than ever. And you know, sure. in, in the end, when you when you look at just the kind of fun, innovative stuff that's going on, I mean, these are creative people to start with, so. Yeah. Um, just, you know, and then there's so many people that just go to so much stuff. I, you know, right. it's just, I've known so many people that just go to a ton of stuff. If they get something like a reward point kind of thing past it, like, I mean, they're, they're going to go, you're going to go ape about it. So, well, and it's, you know, the, the platform um, isn't just rewarding listeners. It's also making it easier for bands to connect with their fans and it's making it easy for, you know, festival producers to, to find new talent. And so it's a kind of a, a win, win, win for the industry. Um, so, so I just love, it. I think it's super cool. I, I want to hop right on it and I want to start getting cool stuff for listening to music. Um, I found out not too long ago that I was uh, in the top 1% of listeners for a band that I really, really love. And I was like, doesn't that entitle me to like, you know, a t-shirt or a poster or, you know, something like that? Like, and that's exactly what Unity does. So, so I love that. <laughs> yeah, I agree. You know, there's something interesting about every time I record a podcast with you, because um, for whatever reason, someone decides to mow their lawn or, or like blow leaves like right outside my window. So if you hear the occasional passing of what sounds like a lawnmower, that's what's going on. And it's not in my home studio. All right. Okay. So next on the list, we've got smart barrel and uh, you'll be able to listen to my episode with the uh, founder of smart barrel uh, on December 6th and smart barrel is data driven decisions. So they, there is, this is an online platform that allows construction companies to keep track of their projects and their sub contractors in real time. And, you know, this is a, this is a, a, a part of the construction industry that I've seen growing. And I never really had considered how difficult it was to keep track of some of this. And, you know, so many construction companies have so many projects going at the same time. And part of delivering a building or, you know, anything on time is sometimes it has to, you know, step C can't be done until step B is done. So knowing that something's done in a real time kind of way and be able to manage that stuff allows you to shorten the timeline for delivering things. And, you know, the construction industry is, is obviously always going to be there and it's always a big thing. And it's also something that has a long history of, you know, hey, we're hoping to have it done by X time. And so I think yeah. anything that creates efficiency around that, and this can also have trickle down effects when it comes to efficiency and scheduling and deliverable for everything from, I mean, making stuff cheaper. So yeah. we want to root for things that are, um, you know, that are, uh, you know, and, you know, one thing too, is from a subcontractor 
subcontractor standpoint is they're doing a bunch of different jobs and they need to, if they get behind the eight ball on timing, it just creates a waterfall of inefficiencies. So thank you, Smart Barrel. We appreciate what you're doing and welcome to Startup Hustle's list of top Miami startups. Love it. Love it. I mean, we talk about, we talk about apps and startups and, and organizations and companies that create efficiencies a lot um, on these shows. And, and anytime you, you see that happen, it just, it's really exciting. Um, so, so next up we have, we have another one, another company that, you know, helps people, I don't know, gives them back time. Um, and, and I love that. So, so nobody, I can't think of anybody who likes doing their taxes. Mac, do you like doing, doing your taxes? Do you do your taxes? Actually, Personally? No. Yeah. Nobody likes no. it. And, and so I think, you know, particularly, you know, when you're, you're a business owner or you start adding complications, um, I know that for the longest time I did my own taxes and then, you know, bought a house and, you know, started a business and all of this stuff. And, and it just became so complicated and I was confident that I was missing things. So tax file, the next company on our top Miami startups list, um, they, they're going to make that the whole process easier for you, basically what they do. Um, so, so they have, it's this disruptive accounting based application and what they're going to do is they're going to connect you. You ask, you answer some questions, you do a little intake, and then they're going to connect you with a tax pro who can help you. Um, you're going to be able to share the documents that you need to share. And then the tax return is prepared and you sign off on it and you, you, are they, they're able to file it. And so everything is streamlined. Um, you have a real professional, like I know that there are a lot of out of, out of the box solutions for people to do their own taxes, but you have a professional preparing your taxes. You don't have to worry about missing things, missing deductions or, you know, any of that stuff. And so I just, I think it's so cool because imagine having a stress-free tax season and not having to worry about, you know, what did I miss? Am I going to get audited? Is there going to be a problem? Um, I just, I, I love it. Like I, and honestly, like I really, really want to use tax file for sure. <laughs> well, you, you talk about uh, getting your time back, which is often referred to as time arbitrage, meaning you there's, you can make more of a lot of different things. Time is not one of them. So right. when you gain your time back, it's, you know, there's, a big value there. Another thing too, with, you know, companies like tax file is, you know, you talk about total addressable market. I mean, it's literally the whole country here. And right? um, there's, a, there's a lot of what solutions. Like the only you thing know, that's inevitable is death and taxes, right? <laughs> death and taxes. Yeah. So, you know, the, the, the thing with that is, you, you know, they're, they are going to be entering an arena that is loaded with 800 pound gorillas, but at the same time, a lot of the products that those folks make, um, you know, they're, they could probably stand to have a little bit of efficiency. So, I mean, they've yeah. got a huge market to address and, you know, and, and so does the next company in our list, which is Milo. And this is M I L O this caught my eye. Cause we have a, a, a very robust startup here in Kansas city. That's M Y L O Milo, yeah. uh, this particular, the Miami, the Miami version of it as an online direct lender and home credit solution, FinTech do works with customers on a global basis and it provides foreigners with property in the U S to access mortgage, uh, credit and financial solutions. And they, you know, speed up the lending process. Now, anybody that has, 
Um, you know, like anybody that has ever purchased a home or property knows that it's excruciatingly slow. So I think anything that, that speeds up the process, you know, another, another thing that they're, they use is, uh, you know, they have an auto an automated valuation model and this creates appraisals and assesses properties values. And, you know, this is all over the place right now. I mean, the, you know, yeah. we, the, the, and, and it's important too, because a lack of the, of a stable valuation model leads to misuse in this, in this industry. And that was part of what happened in 2007, 2008 near financial collapse. So, you know, being able to have an, for lenders. Um, so that was the thing is like, if you want to get a, a home appraisal, there's like a guy or a gal that comes out and you're counting on them getting it right. And there's, you know, it's very, very subjective. So, you know, creating an automated valuation model is probably quite useful. And just overall, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of anybody or anything that makes this type of stuff. It's back to time arbitrage, you know, it's like, like, Hey, I just want, I want to buy a house. Am I qualified or not? And, you know, I just don't think these things should take as long as they do. And uh, it's a lot of people out there trying to streamline it. Yeah. Well, you know, welcome to the top Miami startup list, Milo. That is that is pretty awesome. Uh, so, so the next company on our list is Caribou, and I, you know, I was when I was kind of looking over these before we we started recording. Um, this was I, I really really enjoy what Caribou does because um, you know I, I I'm all about family and I'm all about education and I I, I know a lot of educators through my work with Innovate Her. And, and the thing is, you know, in order to, to help successful students thrive, you need to have that family buy-in, right? Like the, the most successful students are the ones that have um, their family behind them, supporting them, their parents getting involved and, you know, making sure that they, they model that value of education for students. And so Caribou, it is, it's an interactive video calling technology platform, but what it does is it helps um, it helps students connect with family members and it, 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 it's, you can share, uh, books, you can share activities, you can, uh, basically communicate beyond just like a, a video call. And so, so, you know, when you think about like all of the remote learning that's going on, or, you know, if you're, if you're parent, if you're a kid and your parents are out of town, like, Caribou is going to help you help the student connect with their family and share what they're doing and get their buy-in and get that help. You know, if you're you know, a mom who's, you know, out of town on a business trip, you're going to be able to easily see what your child is up to and you're going to get to talk about what they learned in school that day. But beyond that, you're going to get to engage using these different tools that they have. Um, you know, you can you can use picture books and coloring sheets and all kinds of activities, games, and they even have like scavenger hunts. Um, so, so really, you're you're helping kids to stay connected virtually, which I think we all know has become really really important um, over the course of the past couple of years. But you're you're doing it in a way that's going to engage the child, engage the parents, um, and I just I think that's so cool because all all of the most curious students I know are the ones who have that family buy-in, you know, the ones who talk to their parents about what they're learning and what they're doing. Um, and, and I just, I love that. Like anything you can do to set a child up for success, I think is, um, 
really, really important. And it's, it's the only way that we're going to, you know, create a generation of students who can solve problems and who are invested in learning and curious. Um, so, so I just, I love Caribou. I think it's such a cool platform. Um, definitely want to see more kids and more schools and more parents adopt it for sure. No, I agree. As someone that travels the world, um, you know, this is something that, you know, it has a level of connectivity past something like Zoom. And yeah. you know, I think that you have a lot of people too. It's, you look at things like the pandemic and the things that, uh, you know, cause people to have more separation from each other, uh, that, you know, anything that can create connectivity. And, and you know, it, it, when it comes to teaching kids too, you know, why not? So welcome to the list. I, now, how many caribou are in Miami? Isn't that a isn't that like a moose? Aren't isn't a caribou, caribou a moose? Like, I feel like they're very nor like northern, right? right? Like Canada. It's like a Canadian thing. Yeah. I don't so know. if you see a, an actual caribou in Miami, you might want to call animal control. There might be for sure. I feel like that. there's there's a problem. Now, <laughs> now, I I love this next company that's on the list. It's Papa Technologies, and uh, this is a platform. It's just for on-demand uh, assistance and service that connects college and nursing students to older adults who need help with anything from transportation, house chores, technology lessons. I was just doing this yesterday and other services that enable older adults to stay independent. So my dad, uh, he, you know, he's, he, he's in his house by himself a lot. And yeah. I've talked to him. I've said, Hey, do you want to consider moving somewhere else where there are other people your age and stuff like that. He said, Nope, I'm staying in this house. Now <laughs> that presents some challenges, you know, just, you know, it does. And even though he lives close to us, it's like, you know, my wife went over the other day and set up Instacart for him and, you know, trying to just do different things. And, um, I, I think that, uh, 40% of my calls from my dad start like this. So I've got my computer on and I'm having a problem with, and, uh, you know, so, and also just in general, uh, you know, he, we don't want to have a full-time person or he doesn't want a full-time person there, but it sure would be nice to be able to, to break some of that out into, into some things that, that could be useful or allow him to, um, ask for help without having to ask us for help because I think he hesitates on that sometimes. So I, you know, I, I really appreciate the way that they pair adults and families with just people that want to help. And I'm sure that the students and uh, the, you know, the, the college and nursing students probably like the gig economy that's being provided yeah. to them as well. I love that so much. And I mean, I, anything you can do to help our older generations feel safer and more supported and more connected is just mwah, chef's kiss. Love it. <laughs> Um, All so, right, so, who's next? Well, next up we have Safra Pay, um, and we're, we're going to take a little bit of a turn. Uh, Safra Pay is a one-stop shop for, for payment processing solutions, business banking services. Basically, they, they have created a platform to make it easier for you to get your business banking done. Um, so, so one of the things that they do, um, you can do online or in-person payments. Um, you know, the system serves as a point of sale system. You can hook up your credit cards. You can, uh, you know, do all of your accounting and banking from, from this one system. And I think I, I know that 
on the on the back end side of things as an entrepreneur, you know, sometimes the money piece kind of overwhelms me and there are so many different systems to check and there are so many different um, things that you have to keep track of. And so so anything you can do to kind of simplify and streamline that side of things is uh, super cool to me. Uh, and, and I know that it's the same for many of our, our entrepreneur listeners out there. Um, but yeah, Saffir Pay is making it easy to conduct business banking. Um, and I, I don't know, Matt, like, how do you, how do you feel about business banking? You're, you're like, you're a money guy though. So I can see, I can see. I, no, I'm not. Right I, I am. And I'm not, I'm you smiling like because if it, I'm, I do, but you know, I, 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 if you have listened to startup hustle regularly, you know, that I have, I often have some choice and pointed words for the banking community because, yeah. uh, it's it's archaic on many days, and I'm all for anything that that speeds it up, you know. Right. And just any, I don't know. It's a digital world. It's like we had a had someone trying to send us a check recently. I'm like, what's that? <laughs> really? I know. I, I was like, what's the that? Last time that happened for me. I, well, and you know, that's the thing is we just, you know, we just moved to a new office and, you know, we're trying to get the post office. No one's been in the building for like a decade and we're just trying to yeah. get the post office to like know that we're even there. And it's just like, come on, you know, and it was a, it was a tech company too. And I was like, come on, <laughs> come on, come on. There's a yeah. hundred better ways to do this. It was a hundred, yeah. there literally are a hundred uh, ways to do this better. All right. So next on the list, Epica, E-P-I-C-A. And this is, all right. So this is the, the first prediction as a service platform that empowers companies to make effective decisions by capturing, processing, and activating online data. Now, look, this is a huge, this is a huge, uh, thing. So, you know, according to some data is now the most valuable thing out there, like more than anything else. And there's so much of it, but companies struggle and just honestly suck at, at handling data. So a lot of times they'll get the data and we hear, we hear the term prediction. So everything about machine learning, data analysis, and all this is related to, can you, can you predictively analyze an outcome that's likely to occur based on A, B, and C occurring or whatever? Now, the problem right. that companies have is they're, they're really good at capturing data, but they're not good at, at, at processing it and predicting to, you know, an outcome and doing so within an actionable time period. So the, right. so they'll be able to look at their, often look at their data and they'll be like, if this and this occurs, then we lose a customer 40% of the time. And they're looking at this in arrears. And right. so the ability to be able to, to build predictive analysis around what you want and, you know, using, uh, online data from, you know, systems that many companies have well, ha are well entrenched in their operating, uh, you know, actions is, is big. And this is, I think this is a big thing overall, like, because like I said, there's data everywhere and you have data privacy and we're, I mean, we're so, we are still very much in the infancy, infancy of all the data, everything. Right. So, yeah. So, I, I mean, this is, this is, uh, you know, and, and, and good for Epica and you're going to see a lot, you're going to see companies in this space really get a lot of funding, a lot of backing and a lot of interest because once again, there are just, there's just 
the infinite so data, data out there, but it, it, <laughs> it just doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything if you can't do anything with it. It's just, it's just letters and symbols, symbols and numbers yeah. if you can't. So, well, and I, and I love seeing companies like this kind of, it's kind of, they're at the forefront right now. You know, they're, they are, these are the companies that we're going to see kind of leading that cutting edge. Um, and, and, and so speaking of industries that, that, you know, that we need to pay a lot of attention to. I think anybody who's listened to these top startup episodes that I've done with you, they know how much I love talking about logistics and supply chain. Uh, but next up on the list, we have CargoBot. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, good, another supply chain company. Uh, but CargoBot does something really cool. So, so I have to tell you, like, if somebody, I used to work in the automotive industry. Um, I think you know that. And I will tell you that anytime we saw uh, shippers and, and companies that like would bring us cars, like it used to blow my mind how uh, paper based these companies are. Like, you know, I, I, I have to say that I, from what I've seen, like there, there wasn't a whole lot of innovation happening. And so now, like, as we're learning about these different companies through these top startup uh, episodes, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm so glad to see some of these disruptive companies and these innovation led companies addressing some of the, the, I guess, inefficiencies within, you know, supply chain and, and logistic, um, that industry. So CargoBot, um, they're doing some really cool stuff. They have created a platform for shippers and carriers. And basically, you know, anytime you have a, a shipper looking for a carrier, um, they are CargoBot is allowing them to work to le- directly through their, their free platform, their free platform. And so I'm really kind of curious about their uh, you know, revenue model. But they can actually, shippers can actually find carriers using an auction-like environment. And so they're, they're going to be able to have the ability to negotiate rates with multiple carriers. They're going to have, uh, and, and then once, you know, they determine a carrier, they're going to have real-time tracking of shipments. They're going to see lower costs, which then get passed on to the consumer. Um, and they get to work with, you know, carriers that they trust and that have been pre-screened. And so, so at every kind of access point along the supply chain journey, they're creating efficiency and they're creating, um, you know, some opportunity for shippers to, to, you know, realize better profits and just be more streamlined and efficient. And I just, I love it because I think, you know, we have all seen, (laughs) In particular, recent, in particularly recently, we've all seen that when the supply chain system breaks down, people suffer, right? You know, we can't find toilet paper, and we 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 all miss out. And so, so CargoBot is doing some really, really awesome work to create this user friendly, cost effective platform to make the supply chain industry more streamlined and more efficient. And I know you have some thoughts on that because you do legit love supply chain, Matt. Let's hear it. I want to hear what you have I don't, to say. I don't love it. I don't love it. You, I understand you, you it. You talk about how you like, and, you know, it's so vital though. And you talk about but it. But it is really vital. Well. I mean, it is vital. I mean, it's so vital to the point and it's so broken right now that the government has been discussing whether or not to send in the National Guard to help with it. Right. I mean, think about that. Like that, that occurs when people, when natural disasters occur, that's like the, that's like the level of importance and, and like all of it. And, you know, there's just, and, and, you know, COVID threw so much of this, uh, into the spotlight. It broke part of it. It, it accentuated other parts. It like, I mean, and really what it did was it just, it just really, 
you know, entrepreneurs solve problems and they create value and efficiency and, and, you know, you're seeing a lot of, a lot of companies get in there and try to solve these problems. And this is, you know, much like we were saying with tax file, this is such a a math, this is a global addressable market and it's key. I mean, it's, and it's supply chains everywhere. I mean, it's literally everywhere. There's pretty much nothing that doesn't travel through the supply chain. So, I I mean, I'm just, I I, consume for sure. (laughs) I think anything that creates efficiency here, I mean, it has impacts everything from carbon footprint and, you know, environmental concerns to just like general, like everything. I mean, we can't, people can't buy cars right now because we don't have microchips, you know, it's just like certain things. It's, and, and I think as consumers, we got really, really used to the fact that everything was pretty much just available all the time. And that it would be there like two days later, like right now in the new building, I'm, we just moved into, I'm waiting for, a key fob system in the elevator. And I've been waiting for like a month because they're waiting for one freaking part. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you remember when I had that, um, when I I had that car accident, the dealership had literally had my car for a month because they were waiting for just one little part to come in. They had everything they needed, but this one little part and it just took weeks and weeks and weeks. And I, it was, it was highly inconvenient and it kind of highlighted how spoiled I am where like my expectation was that take the car into the shop, get it back a few days later and that's just that's not happening these days you know and so so way to go um you know really really loving cargo bot thank you friends <laughs> gotta learn how to do it better faster cheaper that's exactly what the next company on the list is which is also a logistics company by the way smart hop smart hop <laughs> uh, is logistics software for small trucking companies and it enables them to earn more by doing less so they use ai to deliver smart load recommendations by the way, that's important too, because you don't want these trucks that people can't find to only be one eighth full. That's never great. And yeah. They do full service back office support, uh, performance tracking, digital bookings, and you know, uh, guaranteed above market rates. So they they say they like to book better loads, plan smarter routes, and grow your business. But this is all. Nice. This is it. And you know, uh, the one of the things that if you spend enough time around me, you're going to hear me talk about in business. You'll hear me talk about excess capacity and. I, what I like here is this company seems to be, uh, you know, when I say excess capacity, that would have been the seven eighths of the truck that wasn't full because the one eighth had to hurry up and trail a different order or do something different. So right. I think, you know, once again, anything that helps create this kind of stuff, I mean, this company's got $16 million in funding. So um, they're, they're validated. They're getting some, some backing and, you know, uh, and, and good for them. Good yeah. for them. Congratulations, yeah, yeah. Smart Hop. Well, and I like, so, so as you were talking, like one of the things that struck me is like, well, not, not only are they, you know, that, that smart load thing, which I, I think I understand, um, you know, not only is it making it things more efficient for, for the drivers, but it's also, it's more environmentally conscious as well. Like if you have fewer trucks carrying their max loads, you're going to see, um, you know, hopefully that you mentioned carbon footprint earlier, like hopefully those carbon emissions are going to go down because you're going to be more efficient in the way that you're, you know, disseminating product. Um, so, so I love that for sure. So, so and, I mean, it's, it's, it, it it's still back to that, that whole thing of just having some awareness of where you're at. Like if you ever, have you ever taken a full size airplane from one city to the next that had three people on it? 
then you yeah. you, exper- you experience you experience load capacity and it's worst. So right. you know that's but but it's very difficult to make those changes and that's the I mean that's the kind of things that that predictive analysis do is telling someone like an airline or a trucking company or someone they're like hey uh, you should know this always has like three people on it so yeah maybe we shouldn't do that because we're getting killed on it you lose money on it but sometimes you got to do it anyway so what are you gonna do what are you gonna do what are you gonna do well so if you are you're gonna lose money is what you're gonna do yeah you're gonna lose money but well if you are the next company on the list you are going to crack open a bottle of wine and you're gonna drink about it uh so next up we we have plum and i have to tell you when i was reading the description of this company matt like i just got the biggest thrill i got this huge smile on my face are you a wine drinker like i know that you had a couple i mean sometimes yeah. Sometimes, but yeah, not not huge. Yeah. Well, so so the wine industry is absolutely huge. And Plum Plum, the next company on our list, is an appliance. And here here's the super fun thing about it. It automatically chills wine to the perfect temperature to provide a premium wine drinking experience. And I don't know if I can express to you how much I love that because I have so many friends who are like wine aficionados. Like they, they're they not certified like sommeliers or anything like that just yet. But like, and, and I've taken a few wine, wine drinking classes as well, like, or I guess, yeah wine classes where you know you look at the legs and the bouquet and like everything with wine has to be so fine-tuned and honed in order to have the optimal experience and so so i love plum uh it's it's a mini refrigerator and it is built specifically to chill and dispense wine um you can control the temperature you can control the dispensing amounts like i have a pretty heavy pour surprising absolutely nobody um but you know to make to create that like wine drinking experience plum is going to help you do that it has a built-in control plat pad it can hold two bottles of wine at a time um you can get it for the countertop or you can get it integrated and i just i just think it's so cool because i think of all of my friends who love wine and are just huge fans and advocates and about wine and i just know that they're gonna love plum they're gonna love <laughs> this company um, you know, I mean, would you, would you use plum Matt? I feel like I would. I feel like I, well, to go back to something you said, I don't feel like I need a class to learn how to drink wine. You don't need a class to learn how to drink wine, but a lot of people, I took a class to learn how to appreciate everything that goes into wine. I think, I mean, I, can, I would I'm use this more, I would, I would use this more for, um, marital happiness. Oh yeah. I have, I have had a couple of glasses of wine with, with your, your wonderful, See? amazing partner. Um, she is, she, she is know, a wine she fan. Knows, she knows what the temperature is high or low. So yeah. Yeah. Anything, well, anything but- that, yeah. Anything that I would uh, change that. I think we're going to need to get one for Jill for sure. <laughs> All right. So next on the list is uh, Fanatiz. I think I'm saying that correctly. I am so glad I need I to bring a coach. I'm, I'm gonna need I I'm gonna need to bring in a coach to a pronunciation yeah. coach on some of the startups because I swear we always have a couple in every city um, that every you know I again. struggle to say. So so Fanatiz is a high value streaming platform that broadcasts sporting events and channels online. 
It's like video on demand. So you can access the best sport sports content on your screens and favorite devices with a monthly or annual subscription. Um, so it's 17 million bucks and uh, two different rounds. And I mean, basically it's a, it's a subscription service uh, for sports enthusiasts that, you know, want to create an account and they fill in their personal information, start a subscription. They can enjoy all the content available in the areas. Now, you know, for people that aren't sports fans, um, especially like collegiate sports. Uh, so this, yeah. this reminds me of my, of my dad. My dad's a huge Notre Dame fan. And the, it, you know, when I was over there yesterday, he was watching like uh, women's collegiate lacrosse or something. That's just yeah. not on a whole lot of channels, you know? And so I, you know, we talked about providing technical support for our elder parents. Um, I mean, yeah. that's sometimes what I'm doing. But yeah, this kind of curated content and, you know, the ability to for for more people, places and events to record, you know, like you look at what we do on Startup Hustle TV, uh, you know, and by the way, I guess I probably should. I, I didn't do my job by mentioning halfway through that today's episode of Startup Hustles brought to you by Fullscale.io. Should I say it again so I can fill out feel, our form like at the end did, of the episode? You could probably get away with saying it a couple more times. That's how cool Fullscale is. So, today's <laughs> episode of Startup Hustles brought to you by Fullscale.io. Uh, for those of you listening, we have a form we have to fill out, and it says, "Did you <laughs> do your spon- this sponsor read three times?" So now I can say yes. Yes. Um, I don't want to get, but I hey, get in let me, trouble. Let me, let me back you up there. You know what fullscale.io does? They help you build a software team quickly and affordably. And I didn't even have to read that because I think that thing in my sleep. <laughs> there you go. So much to the point that sometimes when we're not paying attention to the set list and we have another sponsor, we still say full scale. So um, yeah, it, it can happened. happen. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah, I mean, this, this is, you know, and this was the last company on the list, but you know, this kind of, this is, you look at, there's a massive change going on in the regards to media and streaming media. And, you know, there's the, the ability for creators and innovators to put curated content, you know, via app on things like, you know, I'm an Apple TV user and there's a bajillion apps and different things. And, you know, we mentioned earlier, uh, Umphreys McGee. Sometimes I watch their shows through through the Nugs.net app, and you know that's specialized for bands just in their industry. Yeah, it's appropriately named. Isn't I it? have never um, heard of that. Now right. I want I want to know more. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's a it's a it's an app for jam bands, so the name nice. is, is appropriate. But but these are but this is the thing though is this is this is uh, the kind of I, I don't want to call it micro content, but it's super niche. You know, that is, like I said, that's literally an app that exists for a specific genre and segment of music. And that allows them to be highly specified. And there's there's riches in the niches. So, you know, I I like what they're doing here. And I, you know, I I mean, I think that there's there's a place for this going forward. And, you know, for those of you out there innovating or looking for stuff to do, it's like highly specialized and and targeted is the way of the future for for so many different things. So, sure. so here we are at the end of Miami's top startup list, which was brought Ew. to you by fullscale.io, right? Uh, there we go. We overplayed it. Now we're going <laughs> to, yes, we can say yes six times, but you know, who right. stood out on the list for you? 
so so you you ask this question, and I, I was thinking about this as we were kind of going through. The companies that always stand out for me are the ones that I can envision myself using, um, the ones that I get most excited about. And so so I you know really really loved talking to Unity, learning about their platform, and and I can one hundred percent see myself using that platform. I love music. I listen to music all the time. I'm a you know band super fan. Um, and so I can definitely like, like unity is kind of blowing up my skirt on what they have on offer. Um, you know, and, and I love anything that builds community, but the other one is tax file. Um, you know, they stood out to me as well because I get super stressed around tax time, um, every year. It just, it freaks me out. I'm always like, I I'm a worrier by nature. And so I'm always like, I'm going to get audited and they're going to throw me in prison. And like, there's no reason for me to think that, but that's where my anxious head goes. And so anything that you can do to make the process easier for me, um, you know, so that I don't have to think about it, just click, you know, answer a couple of questions and then, Oh, there bing, bang, boom. You know, my taxes are done and they're filed like that. That sounds so beautiful to me, Matt. I don't think I can express to you how how beautiful that sounds to me. So I don't know. How about you? Well, what, which, what, what did you like? I always like the stuff that I use, you know, or would use. So I like yeah. audience.co. That really stood out to me just because, and you know, that's like, that's not necessarily like a mega software platform, but instead, right. uh, you know, uh, just different type of innovation. I also like Papa Technologies because I, you know, that it's uh, before I came across this, I I, uh, I didn't realize that you know this existed and this is solves a real problem in around my life and creates you know happiness for right. for those that that need to take care, you know, you need to take care of. And we're in a busy world and a busy life. And you also have things like COVID precautions and stuff like that. It's sometimes difficult to, to, you know, get around the people you need to get to or help people the way you want to. So yeah, big fan there. I mean, those are, those are the two that stuck out for me today. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like you can't go wrong with any of the companies on the list. Um, you know, I think that this, this curated list that we have right here, like we, we, we've covered a broad base of industry. You know, there have been a lot of different kinds of touch points for consumers and for, for institutions that would use them. So, so I always love watching, looking at these lists because they're, they're so, they tend to be pretty industry agnostic and broad based. And so, so I learn a lot about a lot of different industries and a lot of different companies. So, so, so good on you. Uh, top Miami startups. Like it's really cool to see these companies all come together and be unified in how awesome they are in Miami. Love it. <laughs> I agree. Do you want to sing Welcome to Miami again before we leave? Wait, wait, wait. I, I can try. I have to remember how it goes. Welcome to Miami. Bienvenido a Miami. Like that's the chant at the beginning, right? Welcome to the city Maybe. where the heat is on all night on the beach till the break of dawn. Something like that. I used to know that time. song like backwards and forwards, but I, it was many, many, many years ago. <laughs> well, Lauren, thanks again for joining me. I'll see you next month. Thanks, friend. It's it's always fun to do these with you, my man. Bye bye. <laughs> Startup hustles brought to you by Fullscale.io, helping you build a software team quickly and affordably. Make sure you reach down and hit that subscribe button. Then come find us on Instagram. See you next time.
we do it.